What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie's free guy and a net. First, let's talk about the movie Free Guy. Here's a synopsis. Guy is a banker who does the same thing day after day. What he doesn't know is that he's a character in the hit video game Free City. He meets Millie, a gamer who turns his world upside down and makes him want to change his life. I went into this movie thinking it was going to be one thing, and then it turned out to be something totally different and way better than I ever could have imagined. Let's talk about the stars of this movie. First off, you have Ryan Reynolds, who since Deadpool really understands his movie star persona and what movies work for it. He's been in Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Six Underground, and now Free Guy. And in each of those movies, he plays witty characters. I'll say in this movie, he's a bit different because he's a more innocent character than, say, Deadpool. But his humor still shines. And while I love the direction that Ryan Reynolds career has gone in and he's a terrific comedian I mean he gives great comedic performance after great comedic performance I want to see him be in more indie films I love him in Mississippi Grind and I absolutely loved his performance in Adventureland with Kristen Stewart and Jesse Eisenberg I want a mix of the blockbuster Ryan Reynolds and the indie Ryan Reynolds I hope we get more of that moving forward his next movies include Red Notice with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Gal Gadot, The Adam Project with Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner, Zoe Zeldana, and Katherine Keener, and Spirited with Will Ferrell and Octavia Spencer. It's interesting to note that two of his next three movies are Netflix movies, and Red Notice is reportedly the highest costing Netflix movie of all time. And Spirited, a Christmas movie that stars Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, the king of the Christmas movie because of Elf, is going to be streaming on Apple TV+. So all three of Ryan Reynolds' next projects are going to be streaming movies. This is the era that we live in, folks. The movie stars are now moving to streaming platforms because these type of movies don't do the box office numbers anymore. Everyone is watching movies on Netflix, Apple TV+, and Amazon Prime. I'd also include Hulu in that. It's just so surprising given how much box office success Ryan Reynolds has experienced lately because of the Deadpool movies, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, and now Free Guy is the number one movie in the world, yet he is making movies for streamers. The other star of this movie is Jodie Comer, who is best known for the British series Killing Eve with Sandra Oh, and she gets her first big role in a movie with this, and she nails it. She steals the movie from Reynolds. It's one of the best performances of the year. Ryan Reynolds is the thing that gets you to go to this movie because he is a well-known commodity. But Jodie Comer is the one who makes this movie worth watching. She steals the movie from one of the biggest movie stars on the planet in Reynolds. I loved her in this movie. She elevates this movie to a place that you don't expect it to go. You don't expect that kind of high quality acting in a big blockbuster like this. But man, it is one of the best performances of the year. And Jodie Comer is about to become a household name. I mean, Comer's next film coming later this year 
here is Ridley Scott's The Last Duel with Matt Damon, Adam Driver, and Ben Affleck. People are talking about her getting an Oscar nom for The Last Duel. I would love for her to get an Oscar nomination for her performance in Free Guy. It's that good of a performance. I also think the Academy has to start recognizing these big studio movies. These are the movies that people are seeing, not those indie films. They are great performances in those movies, but you have to start recognizing performances like Comer's in Free Guy. And every once in a while, you do get a nomination from a big studio movie. Like, I remember Johnny Depp getting nominated for Pirates of the Caribbean. Heath Ledger was nominated and won for The Dark Knight. I'm not saying Comer's performance is on that level of a performance, but it's one of the best performances of the year, and I would love to see her get Oscar nominated for it. Instead of nominating her for the movie we'd all expect her to get nominated for, The Last Duel, I think it would be cool to nominate her for a performance in a movie like Free Guy, a big blockbuster studio movie that many more people are going to see than The Last Duel. Comer is also set to star alongside Joaquin Phoenix and Kid Bag, a biopic about Napoleon directed by Ridley Scott. This is Joaquin Phoenix reuniting with Ridley Scott after Gladiator. Sign me up for that movie already. I mean, Jodie Comer is about to be one of the biggest Hollywood stars on planet Earth. Pay attention to her career. The rest of the cast includes Joe Keery from Stranger Things. He's, of course, Steve. Lil Rel Howery from Get Out. And Taika Waititi from Jojo Rabbit. Out of those two, I'm interested in Joe Keery as a movie star. Like, I think he's really good in this movie, Free Guy. He has really good chemistry with Comer. He's, of course, a big name because of Stranger Things. And it's interesting to see the Stranger Things actors try to make the transition from television stars star to movie star. I mean, Finn Wolfhard is about to appear in the next Ghostbusters film, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Millie Bobby Brown had a great performance in Enola Holmes this past year, and so did Natalia Dyer in the indie film Yes, God, Yes. I think these kids are good actors outside of Stranger Things. I mean, Caleb McLaughlin starred in Concrete Cowboy with Idris Elba, and then Sadie Sink was in the Netflix movies Fear Street. I mean, these kids can act outside of that show and I would add Joe Keery to that list. He is really good in the movie Free Guy. As for Lil Rel Howery, I really like him. I mean, he is the ultimate guy who plays the best friend in all these movies and shows. He was in the Gerard Carmichael show. He was in Get Out, which he was fantastic in. He played the best friend in the movie The Photograph. And in this movie, Free Guy, he gives his best performance since Get Out. This is the best use of Lil Rel Howery since Get Out. I loved him in this movie. He has great chemistry with Ryan Reynolds. Let's talk about the director of Free Guy, Sean Levy, who is an underrated filmmaker. He's made both big studio family movies like Cheaper by the Dozen starring Steve Martin and the Night at the Museum movie starring Ben Stiller, Robin Williams, Owen Wilson, Steve Coogan, and Amy Adams. And also he's made Date Night starring Steve Carell, Tina Fey, and Mark Wahlberg, Real Steel starring Hugh Jackman and Evangeline Lilly, and This Is Where I Leave You starring Jason Bateman, Adam Driver, Tina Fey and Corey Stoll. He also produced the movie Arrival and is a producer and a director on the hit Netflix show Stranger Things. Free Guy is his absolute best movie. I think it's a mix of comedy and action. It is his overall best film. And his next project is The Adam Project, where he will re-team with Reynolds. The two are a good pair, and I hope Levy gets a chance to direct the third Deadpool movie. I think Sean Levy is an over look direct. 
character. I absolutely love the movie. This is where I leave you. That's when I first realized that Adam Driver was a movie star. And based on how well he did with this big blockbuster and free guy and how well he worked with Ryan Reynolds, yes, I think he would be an absolute great choice to be at the helm of the next Deadpool film. Next to A Quiet Place Part 2, Free Guy is the best big blockbuster movie of the year. Not only is it super entertaining with a lot of laughs, it is a clever plot and the stars of the movie have chemistry. Reynolds with Howry and Comer with Kiri. And I particularly liked how the movie handled their character's relationship. There are also some star-studded cameos in this movie and a great action scene that effectively uses nostalgia. This is what a studio movie should be. Fun and entertaining with a decent enough plot. We act like being original is impossible, but Free Guy is just that and it's one of the very best movies of the year. Free Guy has done well at the box office and there has already been talks of a sequel and I'm not mad about it. I want Reynolds to continue to play this character as long as Comer is a part of it. I think Free Guy is a viable franchise. With Ryan Reynolds, he's about to have two franchises with Deadpool and Free Guy. I know Six Underground was supposed to become a franchise. It did not. But if you're in the Ryan Reynolds business, things are going well for you right now. My final thoughts on Free Guy is this is better than it had any right being. Ryan Reynolds is giving you a performance you would come to expect and Jodie Comer is there to blow your mind. I highly recommend you check out the movie Free Guy. Now let's switch gears and talk about the movie Annette. Here's a quick synopsis. Edgy comedian Henry McHenry begins a whirlwind romance with a world-renowned opera singer. I knew to expect the unexpected when it comes to this movie. There is no preparing what you are going to get from this movie. Going into it, the only thing I knew about it is a musical starring Adam Driver, Marion Cotillard, and Simon Helberg. That was enough to get me to watch this movie. And overall, let's just say it's an interesting watch. First, you have Adam Driver, who is testing the limits to what kind of movies he can carry. No matter what kind of movie he's in, he's super compelling. His best scenes in this is when he's on stage as a troubled stand-up comic. Also, after Marriage Story, I wanted to see him in a musical. And with this, he did not disappoint in the movie. He's playing a problematic character like the ones he's played on Girls and the movies This Is Where I Leave You and While We're Young. I think this is the underrated element of Adam Driver's career. He can play both noble characters like in the movies Patterson and Black Landsman, and he can also believably play toxic characters. I mean, he's played one of the most toxic characters in Star Wars history in Kylo Ren. It's crazy that the guy has both skill sets, and I think in Marriage Story, he's doing kind of both things. In that movie, he's playing both a noble character at times and playing a problematic one at times. If this movie or net was just two hours of Adam Driver on stage doing stand-up comedy, I would tell you it would be entertaining. That's what I'm telling you. Is that entertaining? Anything he is doing on screen, I find compelling. Driver's next projects include the aforementioned The Last Duel and The House of Gucci with Lady Gaga, Jared Leto, Al Pacino, and Jeremy Irons, both films directed by Ridley Scott, and White Noise with Greta Gerwig, Don Cheadle, Jodie Turner-Smith, and Raffi Cassidy, directed by Noah Baumbach. I mean, this is going to be another massive year for Adam Driver. I think he's going to get an Oscar nomination. The question is, for which movie? Is he going to get nominated for Annette, The 
Last Duel or House of Gucci. I'm a big fan of the other star of this movie, Marion Cotillard, due to her stellar work in Big Fish with Billy Crudup and Albert Finney, Public Enemies with Christian Bale and Johnny Depp, Inception with Leonardo DiCaprio and Elliot Page, Contagion with Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow, Lawrence Fishburne, Jude Law, Kate Winslet. I love that movie. Then you also have The Immigrant with Joaquin Phoenix and Jeremy Renner and Macbeth with Michael Fassbender. I mean, she's an Oscar winner for her work in the movie Lavian Rose. The list of filmmakers she's worked with is impressive. You have Tim Burton, Michael Mann, Christopher Nolan, Steven Soderbergh, James Gray. But in a net, she is just okay. And there's only one moment in this movie that she has that I absolutely loved her in it. Like, you go into this movie thinking this is going to be an Adam Driver and Cotillard two-hander. This is an Adam Driver movie. Nobody else is at the center of this movie but Driver. And Cotillard does not even have the best scenes with Adam Driver in the movie. For me, that's Simon Helberg, who surprisingly has had the best career outside of the Big Bang Theory of the other male stars. It's not Johnny Galecki, it's not Jim Parsons, it's Simon Helberg. And why do I say that because he's been in a movie with Meryl Streep and Hugh Grant called Florence Foster Jenkins and now he's in a movie with Adam Driver and Marion Cotillard. I mean Simon Helberg has become a big name supporting actor in movies. I think what benefits him is when you see him on screen you don't think of Howard from the Big Bang Theory the same way you would think about Leonard when you see Johnny Galecki or Sheldon when you see Jim Parsons. He is believable as other characters. He's really good in Florence Foster Jenkins and I thought he was spectacular in this movie he should have been in way more of the movie and his scenes with Driver are the best scenes in the movie Cotillard's next film is The Brutalist with Joel Edgerton Vanessa Kirby, Sebastian Stan and Mark Rylance. Helberg's next movies include The Space Oddity with Kyle Allen, Alexander Shipp and Kevin Bacon and As Sick As They Made Us with Dustin Hoffman and Candace Bergen this film Annette is the wildest movie of the year and maybe ever. It's about fame, art, greed, relationships. The music is so-so. There are some good songs, there are some bad songs. Overall, I liked it, but it made me wonder about something. Do I only like this movie because of who the star of the movie is? Adam Driver. I am one of the biggest Adam Driver fans on the planet. I have seen almost every movie he's ever been a part of. I watched the entire series of Girls because of Adam Driver, not because of Lena Dunham. So maybe I am not the right one to say whether or not this is a good movie or not. Because the reason I gave this movie a chance and because the reason I like this movie is Adam Driver. I mean, I love The Force Awakens. I think he's the best Star Wars villain that's ever been. I have never seen an Adam Driver performance or movie and thought to myself, that was a bad movie and that was a waste of time seeing him on screen. So I am probably not the right person to answer that question, I will be honest and say if somebody else were the star of this movie, I probably would not have given this movie a chance. And the other thing I would say is, if I did watch this movie and someone else was a star, I probably wouldn't like it as much. And I think that is the effect that the movie star can have on a movie. Big names and people that we like can make us like movies we otherwise wouldn't give the time of day of. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio has that same effect. Tom Hanks has that same effect on people. Now Adam Driver has that effect on people. So many people will give this movie a chance because of Adam Driver. He is a 
big name. He has been in the Star Wars movies. He's been an Oscar-nominated actor because of Black Klansman and because of Marriage Story. People are going to go into this movie expecting something, and then they are going to get something completely different. And depending on how big of an Adam Driver fan you are, you might not be here for it. And I'm not going to tell you that Annette is a great movie. I mean, this movie takes a very weird turn when Driver and Cotillard's characters have a child, and I understand symbolism, but it's a bit much and super distracting and tough to take seriously. I really wonder if this movie is going to be an awards contender at the Oscars. Driver and Helberg really go for it and are great, but the movie is so odd and not a crowd pleaser. I could see it being ignored, especially if Driver gets nominated for one of his other performances this year, The Last Duel or House of Gucci. I mean, this is a big year for movie musicals. So far, you have In the Heights and Annette have come out and later this year, you are getting Dear Evan Hansen with Ben Platt, Caitlin Deaver, West Side Story from Steven Spielberg starring Rachel Ziegler and Ansel Elgort, and Tick, Tick, Boom starring Andrew Garfield. It will be fascinating to see which of these movies hit and becomes a massive success. I mean, so far, In the Heights did not fare well at the box office, and I do not feel like mainstream audiences are going to enjoy the movie Annette. So it's going to come down to, in my opinion, Dear Evan Hansen and West Side Story. And I think West Side Story will be the winner of this. I don't see Dear Evan Hansen. The quality, the trailer didn't look very great. I don't see that being a massive success. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I think the movie musical that's going to dominate by the end of the year is going to be West Side Story. It has everything going for it. It's a remake of a classic directed by Steven Spielberg. That is the movie that is going to fare well at the box office. At least for that first weekend, people are going to give that movie a chance. And if it is high quality, people are going to go to that movie in massive, massive amounts. Tick, tick, boom, I can't wait for Andrew Garfield with Lin-Manuel Miranda directing. Yes, sign me up for that. The reason I don't think that movie will become a phenomenon is because it's going to be streaming on Netflix, so it's not going to have the box office success to back it up. West Side Story, I feel like, is going to be a massive, massive blockbuster success. And in my opinion, I just don't feel the same fate is going to happen to Dear Heaven Hansen. I just find it so interesting that we've had five movie musicals this year, and in my opinion, only one of them is going to be the massive success we all thought for. I mean, going in, we were like, oh, it's the year of the movie musical. You have In the Heights, you have Annette, you have West Side Story, you have Dear Evan Hansen, and you have Tick, Tick, Boom. For only one of those movies to click for a massive audience, I think it could change the fate of the movie musical. If only one of those movies is successful, you might have less and less movie musicals. I mean, you still might get a movie like Annette because it's like this weird indie movie musical that nobody expected to be a massive hit anyway. I mean, the selling point was Driver and Cotillard and Hellberg, but for a movie like In the Heights not to fare well at the box office, if Dear Evan Hansen and West Side Story don't do well at the box office, you're not going to get many more movie musicals made by the big studios. I mean, what was supposedly supposed to be the big year of the movie musical might be coming in flat. Overall, I really like the movie Annette. I mean, Adam Driver is just going for it. Simon Helberg gives a really good supporting performance. I would love for Simon Helberg to get Oscar nominated. He should have been up there for Florence Foster Jenkins. He is a really good actor outside of the Big Bang Theory, and I think people need to start taking 
taking notice. Cotillard, again, there's one scene where Marion Cotillard is Marion Cotillard. It's a scene where she is kind of scary. I mean, I think that's one of her biggest strengths as a performer. She can terrify you. I mean, she did that in Inception. She did that in The Dark Knight Rises to an extent. I mean, when you find out her character in The Dark Knight Rises is the villain of the movie, she scares you. I mean, Annette might be a crazy movie musical that's two and a half hours, but I think it's well worth your time for Adam Driver alone. I recommend you check out the movie, Annette. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And this week, I put the spotlight on the movies Free Guy and Annette. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on the movie Stillwater, starring Matt Damon and Abigail Breslin and Cruella starring Emma Stone. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.